Hello and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the stories I've told my children at bedtime over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Tonight's story is about a lonely old bridge troll who receives a rather surprising invitation. I hope you enjoy the story. grumpy old smelly troll mm-hmm. and he and this one wasn't stinky this one was smelly and he lived under a bridge as most but not all grumpy old smelly trolls do and one day he was sitting under the bridge waiting for someone to cross over so that he could jump up on the bridge and threatened to gobble them up or make them pay a toll or whatever he felt like that particular day. The bridge that he lived under was a sort of lonely bridge that did not get a lot of people crossing it. And so it had been several days since anyone had tried to cross over his bridge, and he was feeling rather bored. Because when you're a troll living under the bridge, there are really only two things to do. One is to watch the water go by under the bridge, which after a while gets rather boring. And the other one is to bother people who are trying to go over your bridge, which you can only do if there are people to bother. As it happened on this particular day, though, Troll was in luck. Because as he was sitting there under his bridge, lying there actually in a hammock that he had rigged up under the bridge, he heard the sound of approaching footsteps. And at first he was afraid that the footsteps were going to go on down the path. But no, the owner of the feet paused and then started across the bridge. The troll waited until the footsteps sounded like they were about in the middle of the bridge. And then he went vaulting up to the top of the bridge and said, Who's that crossing over my bridge? What does he feel like today? And when he got up to the top of the bridge, he looked down, and there was a young woman with a ponytail in a uniform, a blue uniform, with red, white, and blue stripes on it, and a little eagle symbol on her hat and on her jacket. And she said, Oh, there you are. I was wondering if anyone was home. Are you the bridge, troll? And the troll looked at her and he said, Of course I'm the bridge troll, and this is my bridge. Who are you to be crossing over it? And the woman looked at him and she said, Well, my name's Karen, and I'm not crossing over your bridge. I'm your mail carrier, and I'm here to deliver your mail. Your your what? said the troll. Nobody sends me mail. I'm a bridge troll. Well, said Karen, This letter is directed to the troll at this bridge. So, there you go. And she handed him the letter and turned around and walked back off the bridge. Now the troll was completely bamboozled. In all... What does bamboozled mean? It means confused, perplexed, uncertain of what to do next, with a little bit of surprise. The troll stood there for a moment, holding the letter, staring at it. He had never gotten a letter before, 
and was not at all sure why he had gotten one now or what he should expect to do next. So he decided to take the letter and he climbed back underneath the bridge and he stuck the letter up between a couple of the cracks in the bridge on the underside. And then he got back into his hammock and he stared down at the water for a couple minutes. And then he stared up at the letter stuck in the ceiling above him. And finally, he reached up one big, long, hairy arm, and he plucked the envelope down, and he slid it open, and he took out the letter. And the letter said, Dear Brother Troll, the Honorable Order of Bridge Trolls is holding its one-century convention, and you are hereby invited to attend three days from now, under the Great Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. Well, my goodness, the troll had to read the letter three times before it all finally sunk in. There was going to be a grand convention of bridge trolls under the greatest bridge in the world, the most famous bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. And he was invited, he quickly got down his money bag where he had collected all the money from the people who had crossed his bridge and paid the toll troll. And he looked around, he looked around to see if there was anything, he looked around to see if there was anything else that he needed to take with him. And then he remembered that he didn't really own anything else other than the bridge and the money and the hammock. And he decided that the hammock wouldn't be much use on the trip. So he leapt up to the top of the bridge and started to walk. And as he was leaving the bridge, he saw someone coming down the path towards him. It was a hiker, and the hiker said, do you know whether there's a troll that lives under that bridge? Am I going to have to pay a, a toll to get across it? And the the troll looked at him and he said, Not today, there isn't. And the hiker said, Okay, thanks. The troll just shook his head and went on, uh, somewhat amused by a hiker that didn't know a troll when he saw one. The troll walked all night until he got to the ferry. And he paid to get on the ferry. And the ferry boat took him to New York City. And then the troll walked around New York City until he figured out where the Brooklyn Bridge was. And then he found a spot under the bridge to sleep that night. And in the morning, trolls started arriving from all over the world. There were big trolls and little trolls, ugly trolls and beautiful trolls. And mind you, even if you're a beautiful troll, you're still pretty darn ugly. Trolls that spoke English, and trolls that spoke Spanish, and trolls that spoke Chinese, and trolls that spoke Japanese, and there was even one troll that spoke Zulu. What is Zulu? But besides all the... it's a language in Africa. But besides all the other languages they spoke, they all spoke troll. And so that's how they talked with each other. They talked to each other in troll. So everyone knew troll? Everyone neutral, yep. 
And so they had meetings at the convention. They had people who shared uh, ideas about the best way to collect a troll toll. And they had a meeting that warned the trolls about not messing with goats because goats were not good to mess with and sometimes were known to butt trolls off bridges. And they had a meeting about the best way to pick a new bridge if you decided to move. And they had a meeting about the scariest face, the way to make the scariest possible face so that you scared people. And then they took turns, once it got late, jumping out and landing in front of cars that were crossing the Brooklyn Bridge. And the cars did not stop, and so then they had to jump out of the way. But they loved the looks of surprise on the drivers' faces, because the drivers were not used to seeing trolls on that bridge. <laughs> and then after that, after they had all the meetings, that night they had a party under the bridge. And they had all brought their money, and so they had bought party supplies. And they had balloons, and cake, and ice cream. They had chocolate. They played games like pin the tail on the troll. And they had okay, a... Okay, trolls have tails? No, it's just a silly game. And they played other games like hide-and-seek. But you couldn't leave the bridge, and so there weren't very many good places to hide. Like, but, where did the troll hide? Well, the troll hid up on top of one of the big steel support girders, and he was one of the last ones to be found. He found a particularly mm -hmm. shadowy place, and he held really still so that people, other trolls didn't see him. Was he fourth last, third last? He was second to last. The troll Who's that, first last? The troll that was found very last was a troll from Canada who had actually figured out a way to hide on the side of the bridge. He had a special trick of just sticking to walls, sort of like Diana Stickapod, and he actually stuck to the side of the bridge, and nobody thought to look there because there was nothing to stand on, and so they found him last. And then in the morning, all the trolls bid farewell to each other, and the troll went back to his... What was the troll's name? I'm not even sure I could pronounce it if I knew it. It's probably something like Jakonkatong or something like that because trolls have extremely odd names. Very odd. You probably actually need a troll tongue to be able to say a troll name. I'm not sure that people tongues are made to be able to say troll names right. So, he went back to his very own bridge and he was happy because when he got there there was someone just about to cross the bridge, and so he got to jump onto the bridge and use his new scary face, which worked wonderfully because the person looked very worried. And then he demanded that they pay the troll toll, and they gave him a piece of silver. And he got back in his hammock, and he hung up the, the souvenirs that he got. He, got. he had a picture of himself on the Brooklyn Bridge with some of the other trolls, and he had a t-shirt that said, I love New York. And he had um, some balloons that he had brought back from the party. And he had the addresses of some other trolls that he had met from other parts of the world that he could write to on those days when it was boring and slow and there were no people crossing his bridge. Mm -hmm.
Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.